motherfucking K, homeboy. A to the motherfucking K. A to the motherfucking K, homeboy. A to the motherfucking K. A to the motherfucking K, homeboy. A to the motherfucking K. It's that time of week once again. You are listening to A to the K's Wrestle Talk. We are the internet's hottest podcast, uh, you know, declared by ourselves. But, Carl, I've got some exciting news before we kick off. Some exciting news. So I reached out to the one and only Hulk Hogan. Sent him a little email. And I asked him if he could say a few words. You know, have a listen to the podcast and give us a little bit of a quote that we could use. And uh, I've had an email back. I haven't had time to read it. I'm going to have to do it, you know, live on the show. I've had an email back. So I'm excited. Are you ready? Yeah. He says, your mailbox is full. We have not been able to send this message. (laughs) Yeah, that's quite quite a formal response. Yeah, yeah. So, Mm. thanks, Hulk. Appreciate that. (laughs) So, as always, guys, you're listening to The Reflection of Imperfection. It's me, Anthony, and I am joined once again by the big Carl Boski. Hey, Carl. Hello, ladies (laughs) and, you know, gentlemen. Boys and girls, children of all ages, uh, you know, A to the K Wrestle Tour proudly brings to you your Anchor.fm, podcast champions of the world. And if you're not down with that, well, we got two words for you. Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Love it. So, as always, guys, we've got the Ringside Report coming up. Uh, we'll be talking all the news, rumours and everything that's been happening in the world of wrestling the last week. We've got our This Week in Wrestling, in which we will uh, discuss the big four um, being Raw, Dynamite NXT and SmackDown. We've got this week's unique segment of the week. So I'm going to try and stop calling it segment three because it does not go in that order anymore. Uh, and this week we are talking about, I think we landed on the most overrated wrestlers in our opinion, obviously. Which is which is fact. So, fact. Even fact. though, you know, I always stress it's our opinion, but people get upset when I say Rey Mysterio didn't have a good championship run or whatever. <laughs> anyway. So let's talk about the news. Shall we talk about the news? Let's talk about the news. Okay, let's do the news anchor thing then. Hello and welcome to the Ringside Report. Coming up in this week's news, we have Excalibur and Kevin Owens taking heat for previous involvement in a racist angle. Uh, not cared. <laughs> of, uh, the WWE Network suffering significant subscriber drops since WrestleMania 36. We have Vince McMahon actually giving his thoughts on the Raw's drop in ratings and SmackDown as well, to be fair. Um, we have the speculation on Rey Mysterio heading to AEW. Could it be happening? Uh, we have uh, the wonderful news of both the Bella Twins uh, giving birth to their children uh, within days of one another. We have Roman Reigns making his return to WWE programming. We have WWE, or Dave Meltzer actually more accurately, stating that the draft will be returning in October. We have AEW Santana hitting back at a, a Twitter troll, probably the best term for them. Uh, we have Eric Bischoff rumoured to be appearing on this week's Dynamite Call. We also have the Good Brothers, or Anderson and Gallows, because I'm not quite sure where they got the Good Brothers name from. I assume Japan. Um, apparently they're working on AJ Styles returning to Impact. Could we see that happening? <laughs> uh, and lastly, uh, probably the most interesting one, is um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is buying the XFL, or has bought, to be fair. I think it's a state. Bloody mental. We have all that coming up right now. So, Carl, do you want to kick us off with the first one, this um, somewhat controversial one, actually? Yeah, very controversial. So, um, you know, Excalibur, who, as uh, you'll probably have seen in commentary um, on Dynamite, um, as well as Kevin Owens, um, 
have both had some footage unearthed um, of a show from around 2005 um, for the independent um, company Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Um, and in that promotion um, and on that video, um, Excalibur can be seen referring to a wrestler known as the Human Torch as a fucking N-word. Um, mm. So, yeah, um, not the most flattering. Um, so that there's like, you know, rumours around why you know, that being the reason why he wasn't on commentary on Dynamite in the last week. Um, yeah, I think, I'm uh, am I right sure. in saying Dynamite haven't actually commented? Yeah, I don't think Speculation anyone also said anything. might be COVID-related, but I don't think anyone's too clear why he weren't there. Yeah, I mean, apparently Excalibur did travel to the show, um, but just was not used. So, obviously, a lot of people are thinking it is potentially oh, yeah. as a result of this. Um, and obviously, Kevin Owens as well, uh, who was, you know, Kevin Steen at the time involved um, mm. in this you know, I believe, um, I'm not sure whether the, the wrestler himself as a, you know, human tornado has come out and, and said this, but I believe um, he was actually encouraging people to use these racial slurs um, in, yeah, in their mean, promos against them. Certainly from what I read, um, it was quite not a common thing, but it was, it you know, PWG were not shy about doing stuff like this. And the, the suggestion is that it was never an expression of Excalibur's feelings. It was part of the angle. And then, um, uh, sorry, it was a human tornado. Did you say that the other wrestler involved was, was all for this uh, being said and all for this angle um, as part of the storytelling. Um, but again, I, that's not something that I believe that's, you know, information people have found out since. I don't know if he's actually come out and said that, but it certainly seems to be the case that, you know, all parties involved weren't particularly offended by this angle. Um, but obviously the, you know, the, the world we're living in at the moment um, and the way cancel culture is at the moment. Because uh, I believe this was, am I right in saying this was about 2007, 2008? Uh, 2005, I think. So 2005, even, even further back. Yeah. So this is like, this is way, way, way in the past, you know. Um, not that that sort of allows you to go, ah, don't worry about it, it was ages ago. But you, you think if, um, if the human tornado was going to be offended by that, it would have been bigger news back then. Is my point. Yeah, I believe um, I believe since this as well, um, the the actual wrestler himself, Human Tornado, has posted a tweet um, saying that he right. supports both Excalibur and uh, Kevin Owens. Um, so oh, brilliant! You know, yeah, I, I, I haven't read that to be fair, but uh, good. I mean, I say good. You know, it's it's difficult. I think in some respects, you know, you can't. It's a it's a very sensitive topic. It's a very sensitive word, and it's probably the fault of PWG and everyone involved really to say, well, let's run with this. Um, but I, I'm, I'm leaning more towards uh, Kevin Owens as well. And going like, well, he was actually just sort of complicit to it. He was, he was part of the angle. He was stood there with him, but he didn't actually say anything. Um, but he's also taken a lot of heat from it as well. Mm. It's a very unusual one. I mean, I've seen a lot of people defend it as well. Um, I'd, I'd be interested to, to hear your thoughts on it, Carl, because a lot of people are defending it. Going, it was an angle. Like if you were an actor in a film, and it was a period film or something like Django Unchained or whichever, um, and you did sort of like basically given them the pass to say it, then it'd be fine. But because it's wrestling and because they don't, they sort of skirt between reality and, and, and fiction, like it, it's a bigger issue. But at the same time, people are going, well, it's just acting. He's just acting. That's not how he feels. But um, what, what do you think on that? Because I think it's probably quite irresponsible for a, a small promotion to be running stuff like that anyway, because the considering audiences, I don't know if PWG um, have an age rating at all when it comes to their live audiences, but you know, you got to consider like, it's not something you catch on the big fish is that you wouldn't catch AEW or no. WWE or anyone running with that sort of um, angle. 
even even with permission from wrestlers. So, you know, I'm I'm very much in now. They shouldn't have done it. But at the same time, you go, well, is there any defence there to say, well, yeah, the, you know, they're acting, they're playing a part. I mean, look, it, it, it's in poor taste, isn't it? But the the thing that kind of stands out for me is, you know, the guy who's being called this expletive and and this slur is the one who asked them to do it. So clearly, mm. you know, if it's it's with those parties, then obviously he he wasn't bothered by it, and he obviously encouraged that. So. Mm. I think it's one of them, obviously, for the, you know the audience, or does anyone else in the audience who would have found that offensive is not, you know, obviously ideal. But I think yeah. with, the, with it being these, you know, these three guys and, and him actually encouraging them to say that, I think it's one of those. It's as, as you've said, the way cancel culture is today, it's being kind of revived from, you know, way well over a decade ago, um, and it's just one of those. Obviously, in, in, in today's world, it definitely doesn't fly. And I'm not saying it, it ever flew back then either. But no, I but think I don't know. With, with I know him, it's a different he, animal. Um, so uh, forgive the comparison because I'll take a bit of heat for it. But like, if you do look at it as acting, you know, uh, mm. if you look at films like like The Longest Yard, being a prime example, you can see Stone Cold Steve Austin dropping the end bomb in The Longest Yard. Yes, mm. he was playing a role and he was acting, but uh, was Excalibur as well. Uh, or where do we draw the line between acting and, and not acting? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, hopefully because it, there's a lot of pressure on AEW by the looks of it as well now because obviously they took a very firm stance with Hulk Hogan. Uh, and they took a very firm stance with um, not quite the same, but obviously the issues with Sammy Guevara and the like as well. Um, so the there should be something, I suppose. Like as much as I'm like, I think cancel cultures, you know, it gets a bit ridiculous uh, at a certain point. But uh, at the same time, it's like, well, you've already took that reaction with wrestlers who've done stuff many moons ago. Um, so likening it to the Sammy Guevara incident, you go, well, is he going to have to do some sensitivity training? Are they going to suspend them? Are they going to publicly declare that they've done these things? Because they've kind of set that up for themselves now, yeah. really, because that, that's the that's the stance they're taking. I, the whole Hogan thing for me is totally different because he was genuinely racist. Like there, it wasn't an, an angle. It wasn't an act. It wasn't a slip of the tongue or any excuse like that. He just went on a bit of a racist rant. Um, yeah. So, that, you know, for me, I'm like, well, yeah, take your stance with Hogan because he, he was being racist. Where um, the perception with with this whole Excalibur angle is like, well, it was part of a story. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, with, with Human Tornado coming out and, you know, saying he's like publicly supporting them as well, then hopefully it's one of those. It's just a an unfortunate thing that, that's come up from the past, but it's one that, you know, they were all probably pretty silly to get involved in, but it's happened now. He doesn't seem offended by it and it was what it was, a silly thing, and hopefully they can just move on from it. Yeah, with any luck. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what, what AEW sort of officially say going forward, but um, like you say, hopefully the, the appropriate decisions are made and, and dealt with going forward. What do you make of um, Excalibur as an announcer? Like, not to, not to digress, and I'm not hoping that anything happens to Excalibur in terms of a job, but do you think AEW would be hurt by the loss of Excalibur and possibly the inclusion of someone like Taz, who's, who's got a bit of experience on on commentary? Um, do you think that? Do you think people are going to be upset? Or do you think people are going to notice? Do you think he added enough to the commentary to be um, missed, as it were? Um, I don't. Know. I mean, he was he was kind of. I mean, was he even the color commentator? I don't really know how their commentary team set up really. With, but... all, with <laughs> all due respect to JR, it seems like he's kind of just there to clarify bits that JR got confused about. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, I don't and that's know. no offense to you, Jr. If you're listening, and I know, I know you are, but um, <laughs> you know, it, it, you can miss a beat here and there. Now, you've you've had your time. You've you've certainly had your tenure, so um, that that's fine. Get confused by people's names, or you like me. Uh, we love having <laughs> you there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. I, I, I don't know whether they'll be see it's a huge loss um, in in particular, but you know, at the same time, I don't think they they would pull Taz up 
for example, with him being Cage's manager and stuff at the moment. So, but hopefully it doesn't come to any of that anyway. Hopefully it's just one that is, you know, um, to get a bit of a slap on the wrist. And it's one of those that, you know, we just move over. Mm, indeed. So moving on to the next one, Carl. Um, it's a bit of a, you know, if you you probably love this because you're like a stats nerd, aren't you? So, um, <laughs> WWE have um, they are officially down from the numbers they've put out in respect of the WWE Network. Uh, they've dropped four hundred and ten thousand subscribers since WrestleMania thirty six. Um, and I find this an interesting one. And you can go into the numbers because they've they've not declared an awful lot here as to whether that includes free subscribers and so on like that, because they've also in that time introduced a free subscription service. Mm-hmm. So are we looking at a drop in interest or a drop in numbers? Because if you're basing it purely on the cost element, that's a bit of a different thing. Like I don't pay for the WWE network unless we're getting there like WrestleMania season or whichever. Um, I don't keep it consistently throughout the year. So I can understand the drop after WrestleMania. But if this drop has come because like I am officially a subscriber, I suppose, because I subscribe to the free service, there's no point in getting rid of it. Um, I'll just pay for it when uh, certain pay-per-views kick in. What they fail to include with this, uh, and you can find the numbers. Uh, I got the numbers from wrestling.inc, if anyone wants, or wrestlinginc.com, sorry. Um, but the what the WWE failed to actually clarify in the 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 figures that they've put out is whether this included the um, the free subscribers when they're referring to a drop in subscriptions. But um, fascinating stuff. Do you think this does mark a, a bit of a, a drop in interest for the WWE network as a product? Uh, or do you think it ties in with the fact that the ratings are dropping as well? Oh, yeah. I, th- I think it definitely indicates a big drop. Um, for me... There's you know, no you small see... number, that is it really? No, no. And, you know, I, d- I don't think... If anything, did you say it was it was WWE who published the numbers? Was it? Yeah, it's part so, of the they they. Uh, I think it's because of the way the company works. They have to put financials out there. Um, but yeah, yeah they, they've provided the numbers. Yeah, I think they'd probably want to put as as like positive as a spin on it as they can. So I I don't think that even counts the people who were just free subscribers. I think that is literally the the baseline drop. Um, you know, year on year for the network, and it absolutely goes hand in hand with the ratings. You can see it. It's a uh, you know, it's it's not a pretty picture at the moment with um with WWE, and I think um you know on the 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 Reddit um the squared circle subreddit um kind of put out their wrestling census um the other day, and you could you can clearly see the the behavioural shift in in the subscribers um really? kind of moving away from WWE into AEW, and you know uh, SmackDown was was probably the biggest decline um year on year, and Raw was was you know pretty pretty close to it as well, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not not great. <laughs> I mean, this this spins us nicely because that was not there was not much of an article to that really for me, uh, but this does spin us nicely into the the next point we were going to talk on was um was yours, Carl, where we were going to talk about Vince actually speaking on the declining ratings. So it sort of segues nicely into that because I think they tie into each other really. Um, yeah. So do you want to sort of mention Vince's thoughts on on the declining ratings and and he's offered some sort of rationale or reason, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, obviously he was he was questioned quite intensely um, about this, you know, and a lot of people are speculating as we are um but he's basically he said a couple of things so got a couple of quotes here so um in terms of the ratings more than any other sport the audience is integral to our success and our television ratings so basically trying to kind of play it up on like the fact that the audience has not been there and stuff like that um but mm, i'm not too sure i I particularly buy that right now Mm. um but then he was actually pushed on that question further to say, well, okay, well, what about the likes of um, AEW and NXT that, you know, these guys are, are withstanding that kind of 
decline much better than the Raw and SmackDown products. So he's I mean, it's basically a fair point because um, even NXT, their own product, is doing better than the, the two big shows. Yeah. Well, not doing better. I don't want anyone being a smart ass. I know they don't do the same numbers, but they're doing better in terms of not the the no the, the number of loss really in terms of viewing figures because I think yeah. they're still not in the millions, are they? But you know, no, no, definitely not. And I think um, he's basically said the reason why um, is because they're new. <laughs> so I'm not really sure you can say that about NXT <laughs> if I'm honest. But so the reason they've been able to withstand it is because you know. Um, it's it's something different. It's something new, and it's going to get more eyeballs on it. And you know, he's <laughs> and then also coming up <laughs> in this week's RAW. <laughs> and he also acknowledged the fact that you know um, he he needs to make RAW and SmackDown feel a bit more youthful, and he believes that that's the direction that the, those products are going. Um, you know, trying to build new characters and stuff like that. Which I, I don't know. Do we believe that? Because I, I don't particularly believe that. Um, it's a but, good, like, yeah. I can't believe he's even mentioning trying to build new characters. Like, given the whole Heyman situation, like. Wasn't that ultimately? I know he's never officially said it, but wasn't that ultimately the problem? Like, the ratings are dropping, it's your fault. And all he was trying to do was build new characters. Well, you know, to give him his due, he um, he basically didn't throw Paul uh, Paul Heyman under the bus here. Um, he, he was quoted as saying, as far as Paul Heyman was concerned, he did a um, he did, I thought, a very very good job in terms of creativity. So, all right, okay. Interesting. Um, it's interesting the way he's been specific about in terms of creativity. So it's like he pissed me off. <laughs> Oh God, yeah, he hates the guy, but you know, <laughs> added that's some why he's gone. <laughs> but yeah, so um, he was also quoted as saying, in terms of how long he thinks it'll take, you know, or if there will be a rebound. He said, um, he's, you know, we're talking months and not years. He said the key is just to be back in front of an audience again, um, because they're like he's really the banking on the audience really. saving him, and he really yeah, banking on it. Which, <laughs> let's be honest, it's, it's not going to, is it? I mean, don't get me wrong; it'll make for an infinitely better product to watch because it is painful watching wrestling without an audience but that's not why people tuning out exactly it's not going to be like people are going to go we can watch it on tv again there's an audience for me it got remarkably better when um they used uh, developmental talent in the audience i think that was a good move from AEW uh when they had wrestlers in the audience and i think um wwe following suit was definitely a good shout because it just it got rid of that that feeling of just emptiness didn't it um yeah but yeah, I don't think that's going to make as big a difference as Vince probably hopes it does. No, I don't think so. Easy times. <laughs> so, Carl, we have talks on one of the top free agents at the moment being Rey Mysterio. Now, apparently, he has still not inked a new deal with WWE. The suggestion is quite heavy that he is going to, but one of the um, one of the points made was that he he asked for a pay rise, and Vince said no. So, whilst they're still eyeing these things out. He is a free agent and things could happen. Um, now, the speculation has started to rise because of this as to whether he could possibly sign with AEW. Um, the suggestion coming from the fact that he's got friends there and the likes of Chris Jericho and Cody. Um, they specifically asked Cody and Cody was, I think he cited him as saying like he is literally the best luchador in the business. And, um, you know, if they would happily sign him sort of thing. Um, again, these are, it's not a direct like we're seeking him out. We've made him an offer or anything like that. They're just sort of, taking what Cody said and, and sort of running with it, you know what I mean? But I mean, mm. yeah, you can't you can't go wrong. I mean, I've I've obviously we go from last week where I cited Ray as one of the worst WWE champions. Um, but that was for different reasons. You can't argue that Ray is a fantastic wrestler. Um and probably is one of the best luchadors in the business. I don't want to be disrespectful because I don't really follow the sort of the lucha style. I mean we've got um promotions totally dedicated to it so i couldn't really argue that he is the best but he's certainly the most notable probably the most famous mm-hmm. um 
yeah, so there's a lot of speculation now as to will he, will he sort of go elsewhere? Will he sign with AEW? Or I think it's more likely that he's probably going to reach some sort of agreement with WWE, to be honest. But it does lead me to the speculation of, would you like to see him in AEW, Cal? No. <laughs> I'm glad you Honestly. say that. Because I, um, I and this is nothing against Ray for me. This will be one WWE star too many for me. Yeah, agreed. Uh, for, for the same reason. Especially one yeah. that notable as well. Yeah, it, it would be a massive coup for them, don't get me wrong, because mm. if they're going to get any ex-WWE guys, then obviously Rey Mysterio with the, the the following he has and the support he has will be a fantastic guy to get. But it's exactly that. I, you know, they're already already seen a lot of people kind of, um, you know, kind of take umbrage to the fact that AEW is getting a lot of ex-WWE talent. You know, they're being quoted as when they founded the promotion, saying that it's not just going to be, a, you know, a load of old cast-offs and it's going to be new the talent. Is, and, like, you've got... We've seen it go wrong. I think this is what puts the fear in me, and it's what puts the fear in a lot of people. We've seen it go wrong with TNA in their early years. Because yeah. TNA, don't get me wrong, they're doing really well, actually, at the moment. They're under new management, and they're working really well. But there was a time when it was getting ran into the ground, and a lot of their issue was, like, any and all old WWE talent they would take on. Like, that's why they had Jeff at his worst, if you know what I mean, like, in yeah. terms of um, drug issues. And, like, uh, we saw, like, I think we saw uh, Hulk Hogan... Did we see Randy Savage? I feel like we saw Randy Savage. I think we saw Savage at one point, yeah. Yeah. And uh, literally any and all, even if they weren't, you know, able to wrestle. And don't get me wrong, you're seeing a bit of that in AEW. I'm, I'm going to be fair on this. You're seeing the likes of Arn and you're seeing the likes of DDP and you're seeing the likes of... Um, even, well, I don't want to be unfair. I, my head was going to go to Goldust and I thought, that's a bit unfair because he can still go in the ring, to be fair to him. But yeah. Um, yeah, for me, there's always that little bit of fear there that are they going to get... Because it is a business decision from a business point of view. You go, well, Ray will draw the numbers. You can't argue with that, you know. But um, I don't know, that that to me would be a sign that they are just about like grabbing that talent whenever, whenever WWE release them. And um, I don't mind things like like we've seen, uh, not to spoil this week in wrestling, but we've seen Matt Cardona. Uh, and I was hyped for that. Awesome. But um, I don't know, he didn't have the drawing power Raiders. And I, I don't know. I'm not nothing against Ray at all, but I, I I think he's probably he's more synonymous with WWE and he's better staying with WWE for me. Yeah, I mean as well, I I just think Ray Mysterio he suits that WWE style really. Um, like in AEW, he would have to I don't know he'd have to step up his, his in ring game and he'd probably be relied upon for promos a little bit more. And mm-hmm. you know the stuff he's been in recently with Seth, he, he's been really really bad to watch on the mic. He's not he's not a great talker so. Yeah, I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong. If, if he, if he put, does like, the, over there... the, the actual promo work was Seth, wasn't it? So you do make a good point there. Yeah. It's one of them. If, if they do manage to get him, then obviously, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, it's one too many. I'm not going to watch AEW or anything like that. I'll obviously watch oh, it. You, you give it a fair chance. chance using well. But yeah, I don't, I just, I can't think of anything that I would love to see him do in AEW. So mm. hopefully not. But say. Ray, if you're listening and you do go to AEW, I'm thinking your first bit of merch could be Ray EW. Just, just throwing it out what? there. This guy is a marketing genius. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Sign him up. Sign <laughs> him up. So, Carl, uh, do you want to go through the next one? I believe we've got some, some great news. Yeah, nice little lighthearted news number. Um, is As we both knew, the Bella twins um, were both pregnant uh, within, you know, literally days of each other, more or less. Um, and both of them... Um, have now given birth and both of them have given birth to baby boys um, and they're actually just a day apart so that's uh, that's nice isn't it <laughs> that's is nice um, oh, yeah, yeah. and obviously um, I, I don't know enough about 
the other Bella, but obviously Daniel Bryan is the father of one of those kids. So that makes um, two kids for them, doesn't it? And um, you never know, yep. future wrestlers maybe, who knows? <laughs> well, exactly. You know, it's, it's an interesting one. Um, you might, they might end up, you know, Bird, he might end up being a, um, a future wrestler as well, potentially. But mm. yeah, I think um, it's nice, obviously, that they've, they've now got one of each and stuff, um, Brian and Brian. Um, so that's, mm. you know, that's quite a nice one. And obviously um, Nikki as well with her new, partner seems to be like really over the moon with it as well so yeah, yeah just a, a, it's, um, a really nice stuff it's probably been a longer gap than i than i realized but like it doesn't seem it seems like not that long ago she was with john cena but i know that that mm. probably was ages ago now it's just the way i follow wrestling <laughs> i tuned in at one point they were together i tuned in again they went but there was probably years between them i mean to be fair has it been about two years i, th- I think it has been a little while now in all fairness or has it been three years so, so I think it might have been three, actually, because obviously at this year's WrestleMania, um, seeing it was against The Fiend, was it the WrestleMania before it was against Taker? Yeah, he got ruined by Taker. So then it was, must have been the year before that. He was yeah. in the tag team match and he proposed to her afterwards, didn't he? So, oh, yeah, so um, yeah, fair dues then. Um, must be around three years. Nevertheless, it's, it's nice that she like ultimately she's got what she wanted in that sense. She? Without speculating mm. on their relationship, I think some of the issue was kids, wasn't it? So um, it's nice that she's in, yeah. in a happier place. And you know, congratulations to them both. And we have a little yeah, tradition definitely. in the UK of, um, of wetting the baby's head. So um, congratulations, guys. <laughs> congratulations. Oh, hey, Asda, still <laughs> refreshing. <laughs> Uh, to our American listeners, um, for some reason we call Walmart Asda. So in case, you, in case you're like, what's he talking about? Walmart. Right. So the next, oh, the next one's me. Wow. Okay. So Carl, exciting one. Roman Reigns is coming back. He's coming back to WWE programming. He's coming back to Art Truth's game show thing. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, obviously it's one of them. Uh, t- typical clickbaity thing. You know, WWE like to put it out. I know a few places to put it out. Like he's coming back. Um, he's participating where he can. He's still not coming back uh, in ring. Safety first and all that. You know what I mean? Um, but if obviously there's a lot of people who are big fans of him and they just want to see him uh, interacting with wrestlers again, then Brill. Uh, you can see him on. I'm trying to find what our troops game show is called, and all I can see is hashtags our troops game show. Um, but that game is show that he has. Game show? <laughs> I'm starting to think it is. You know, it's not something I watch if I'm honest with you, because our truth's a little bit up and down for me. He's a bit. Uh, bit Marmite really in that sense like sometimes mm-hmm. he annoys the fuck out of me and sometimes he's quite amusing but um, yeah I believe it's on the WWE Network guys so um, if you want to see if you want to get your Roman Reigns fix while you can he'll be uh, <laughs> on I think it's next week's R-Truth it's actually literally called the R-Truth game show there you go easy enough what to is? Um so yeah nice quick one there but we're going to see a little bit of Roman Reigns but uh, not as much as you probably would like that sounded a bit pervier than I want to yeah a little bit <laughs> how much of the guy do you want to see exactly oh <laughs> yeah, they'll call him the big dog for none. <laughs> um, okay, so um, next one for yeah, me. Yeah, you segue away from that one, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so WWE reportedly planning another draft um, for October. Um, yep, there's nothing like fucking up ongoing storylines by drafting people. <laughs> and you know what, right? I I don't I don't mind the draft if it's done well. You know what I mean? And there's been a lot of good drafts and a lot of bad drafts. Um, I still laugh, and I don't mean to disrespect um, Natalia or anything like this, but do you remember when they did a draft? I'm not sure if it was the last one or the one before, and they had all, it must have been the last one actually, and they had all the network executives um, like there, so that they were obviously um, drafting them for their network, and so it was like a big coup and stuff, and they got Natalia, mm-hmm. and everyone was going, yeah. <laughs> <And I was laughs> like, you watched the show. <laughs> yeah, like- 
like are these people just numbers to you because fans wouldn't do that yeah. Yeah. no offense to it but like i don't know for me i always worry about the drafts because they always kind of use the drafts historically going way back to fuck stuff up like mm. i don't it's clearly not intentional but instead of like going well we'll move some wrestlers over and we'll get some new storylines going they'll go well let's break up that tag team let's let's split yeah. up bubba ray and devon it's like that was a why? terrible decision. Yeah. Like, and it's that it's that that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna get to October, we're gonna get to the draft, we're gonna go, ah, let's split up the new day. You already don't really have any tag teams, don't do that. Let's pick yeah, other yeah. people. Also, stop bringing in random rules where you can trade people all the time. And then <laughs> it, the draft might feel like a bigger deal. Well, like if you'd yeah, have held that, off, you could have <laughs> traded AJ in the draft. Well, exactly. Anyway. That 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 was gonna be my next point. Like, what's the point in even having a fucking draft lottery when you can just pick someone to show up on the show any week anyway? Like like, not even, you know, not even the like the random. Oh, he'll be here this week because he's a random special guest. They were literally like, we'll, we'll swap your two wrestlers for AJ, and that mm-hmm. was fine. You can do it any time you want. So why not make a big spectacle of that? Like, and they got Dolph, they got Dolph Ziggler, didn't yeah. they? Um, and he, he went straight into a main event feud. So okay, fair enough. They also yeah. got Bobby Roode. Where the fuck is Bobby Roode? <laughs> and uh, totally unexplained Mustafa Ali. Like, was he part of any trade or was he just on Raw? Who knows? He was Who just like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not going to SmackDown. Make me. Well, you know, we we say we say this every week. Who the fuck's running the show? Who makes the rules? I'm sure people just turn up there and just do whatever the fuck they want. Keep saying, ne- like next time it's somewhat local. Let's just wrap up and we'll, we'll probably be we'll probably oh, be, like have our own talk show segment and everything. Like, why not? Every, every other fuck has got one, so let's do it. <laughs> I love it. The A to the K Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So moving on to the next one, and Cal. So we had a tweet quite recently from santana of santana and ortiz not the band um of AEW fame now a lot of people may remember that they were part of tna way back when uh i believe the tag team was called lax when they were part of tna uh so he's put up a tweet which essentially was um like a bit of a, a promotional poster AEW logo on it proud and powerful and those two and he's put the best prove us wrong you know hyping up his tag team, as you would. He had a response from a uh, an unnamed Twitter, because I won't name him on the end. Not that it really matters, because you can see the tweet if you want to anyway. Um, and it, he responded to Santana saying that, I had such high hopes for you when you joined AEW, but you've done absolutely nothing of, of note, really. Go back to Impact. Um, so Santana's took some umbrage to this, and he's responded to him basically saying... He had such high hopes of people understanding the concept of building and patience. But, of course, you can't put much faith in humanity. Go back to watching wrestling, which is, okay, good response. But it does lead me to the the reason I wanted to mention it, because all in all, it's just people arguing on Twitter. But the reason I wanted to bring it up is to discuss with you the possibility of, is the do you think any merit in what the chap's saying that they haven't really done anything in AEW? And do you think that, there is a with the suggestion from Santana there that there is a build up being done there for them as a as a strong tag team in AEW. I mean, to say that they've done nothing is a bit crazy. The part of probably the you know the best faction in the the business today yeah. in the and I I dare say they're actually a, a much more fun part than I thought they would be. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and it's like you know what what was so great about the work they did in TNA. Like if, I never I never really watched it, but I think they were. He reformed LAX or something as one of it, and mm. it's like, okay, cool, like, awesome. Like, but like, they, they don't need to be in the tag title scene just because, you know what I mean? Like, they, they've got a shitload of tag teams, so the, the stuff that they can be doing that isn't just going for the belts. And for me, I think they've done a, a really good job. They've been in everything the fucking super, the stamp stadium stampede match and all this crazy shit. Well, they've and they've been on, involved own. in so many main event things. 
you know, it's fair to say that really. And for me, the way I try and look at it is I didn't know them in impact at all. So I'll, I'll try not to comment on TNA side of things, but when they've come into AEW, I wouldn't know who they are if it weren't for the stuff they've done with the Inner Circle. I wouldn't have the, the, the love for them that I do now as a tag team had it not been for the Inner Circle. They'd have just been another tag team. Like in all due, I, I, I could be totally wrong because we haven't seen them as just a tag team, but what would make them any different to the Butcher and the Blade in terms of being memorable had it not been for the work they've done with the Inner Circle and being built up with Jericho and the like? I, I I'm more fond of them now. And I think had they have been totally on their own, not that any discredit to their ability, but had they have been completely on their own, it would have took a lot longer to, to be at that point. So I think it's it's definitely been um, merited, really. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, the guy who's saying that is obviously must have been a, f- a fan of something that they've done on a, a tag a tag team standpoint in, in Impact. But, you know, they've done shitload of stuff as part of the stable. So I do think he's got you know, every right to kind of call them out on it and challenge it because I think they've been enjoyable, personally. Yeah, they've been more notable on the card than a lot of um, AEW talents. Because a lot mm. of people moan about, like, oh, certain people, you only ever see them on Dark, which is a fair point. But um, yeah. I'm sure they have their own methods. But yeah, as I say, just wanted to mention that one because I found it interesting in terms of, because as a tag team on their own, you could argue they've not done a lot. They've not gone for the tag belts or won the tag belts or anything like that. But like you say, there are a lot of tag teams there. So um, I think the work they're doing is definitely the right shout. Yeah, agreed. Cool. Um, the next one for me, Anthony, is so potentially a spoiler for the upcoming Dynamite. Um, so I'm not too sure how, how I feel about this. Um, but so a guy on Reddit by the username of Space Force One um, has dropped this big spoiler. So he um, has previously kind of sat in in the upper bowl um, of the, the Jacksonville uh, Jaguar Stadium. Um, so he's been able to see some of this stuff as they've been taping it. Um, and he's actually said that Eric Bischoff makes an appearance this week um, on Dynamite. Now, Jericho did mention um, that on the upcoming uh, show, there would be um, Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho with a special guest moderator um, in between them, so allowing them to kind of talk. But I never I never expected it to be Eric Bischoff, so <laughs> yeah. Um, he's not getting WWE paychecks anymore, so why not? Well, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I, I really like Eric Bischoff as, as, an, as an on-screen character as well. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, so I think it's awesome if it is him, but is it a one-off? You know, is the guy full of shit? Is he making it up? I don't actually know, but think it's going to be exciting to see what kind of party play. I believe this fella's spoiled stuff for AW before, so that the people mm. are putting some credibility in what he's saying. But then I'm like, well, how well could he see it? Because, like, if you had a all due respect to Eric Bischoff, he's not the most distinct character really from a distance, is he? You know, if you go, well, he's got a grey hair and a leather jacket, it's probably him. Um, uh, you wonder how how accurate that could have been. But in all fairness, yeah, it, he could have. He's not been able to provide any pictures or anything like that, as he's just um, put the rumor out there. But yeah, so I, I mean, I'm not going to say whether, he's not right. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I, I don't know the full context. I don't know whether he's just seen someone or whether he's actually seen the show. And, you know, he knows it's Bischoff um, yeah. from, like, the fact he's, he's been the, the guest Well, that's the thing, yeah, if he's, if he's been able to see the show, then, yeah, they'll know for a fact, won't he? Yeah, because I believe, you know, the stuff he spoiled was a, from Fighter Fest, I think, where he was in attendance for that show. Um, so, yeah. I'd, and you see, this sure. is the disappointing thing, because we know that Eric Bischoff is a master of disguise. So the fact that he's been caught out like this is just insane. I, I, would, I would love <laughs> would love some kind of uh, throwback to that. Yeah, so um, that, that blew my interested. mind. It's probably shit looking back at it now. That blew my mind that that was Eric Bischoff, who was the um, <laughs> the minister or priest or whatever he was. <laughs> I was like, yeah. where the fuck did that come from? That's crazy. 
Yeah, it was good though. Classic WWE, guys. Classic, <laughs> probably not Attitude Era, but still classic. So my next one, Carl, is um, the Good Brothers, the OK Brothers, the All Right Brothers, the um, Gallows and Anderson, the OC, whatever you want to call them. Um, they've recently returned back to TNA, gone back to Impact, Carl. And um, they've been asked about AJ Styles, the phenomenal one. Um, and basically what they've said in response to people asking about like, oh, you know, would you like to work with AJ again? Or can you see AJ coming back to TNA, et cetera? Um, they've basically said that um, they're going to talk them back into coming to Impact someday. Uh, and that the every single day, they're trying like they message him every day they're, they're basically trying to, to bring him back to impact now obviously it doesn't work like that he's in contract with wwe but um the speculation coming from this is the fact that they're they're apparently they're really good friends with aj as we know and they're trying the hardest to get aj to, to come back over to, to tna where to be fair i think um aj's fame came i know he was big in new japan i don't want to sort of discredit new japan but you know a lot of his fame came from from impact um so there's a bit of i imagine homegrown sort of feeling there for him but mm. um do you think that this sort of thing could be the case do you think if they work on him enough and when his contract comes up he might actually look at tna as an option i mean maybe i don't think he will though i think um for whatever I find, reason, um sorry go on. i was gonna say it's very un- very unlikely uh but he seems to have vince's ear he seems to be a vince mcmahon guy so mm. which is, is crazy when you think about it how many years has aj styles been on the scene and you'd never think he'd end up being a vince mcmahon guy but you can say the same about daniel bryan so um, I don't think he's going to go anywhere anytime soon. And if he does, I don't think he would go back to Impact. I know there's a bit of nostalgia there, but mm. I think if he was to go anywhere, it'd be either Japan or AEW. Well, I think um, I was surprised when Gallows and Anderson went back to uh, Impact. I was honestly expecting them to go to mm. Japan. I think they may have took the easiest option at the minute because they can work Impact now. But mm. um, even so, it's quite surprising. Um, I think it's an interesting parallel as well to last week because we mentioned the fact that AJ seemed to be all for WWE and then he was saying that that's how he'd sort of not necessarily in ring but he'd let he'd sort of end his career in WWE or suggesting certainly to that effect so it's interesting now that we're getting the other side of it we're going no we're, we're, we're going to bring him back we're, we're trying every day we're going to um and you know they are very close friends so they might be able to persuade him but just because it was the best for them doesn't mean it was the best they've had a different experience in WWE so would you want to do that to your friend who's been the top guy or one of the top guys in WWE for that long to go come over to Impact join us like yeah you know, get less views and less money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. and again, all due respect to Impact, but they haven't they haven't got the same viewers or the same merch sales, so um, he no. would be taking a loss if he went. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, so yeah, just I another interesting one, mate. Another interesting one. Um, so, speaking of interesting ones, um, a little tidbit I saw before that I've um, thrown in. Um, so, WWE have filed two new trademarks, um, I think it was yesterday. Um, so, obviously, they filed trademarks? for... <laughs> yeah. Um, so they filed, uh, obviously, the Hurt Business, which is the name of MVP's new stable, um, which is fine, um, makes sense. But they've also filed um, like a mysterious um, trademark. So it's actually Just Us as one word. So J U S T U S, Just Us. Um, no idea what that could be for. <laughs> um, is it like a love trial between Festus and Justin Roberts? <laughs> Who knows? Um, but yeah, just us. Yeah. A bit of miscommunication backstage. I file a trademark. Just, just us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, I get. Is there any, any anything come to mind for you? Anyone you can think of that? Yeah. Or I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm wondering whether uh, it not doesn't help at all when I say this. But are they are they sort of spelling justice wrong rather Maybe. than just us? Um, 
I don't know. Like it's an unusual one, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I honestly couldn't couldn't connect it to it, but again, we like it's WWE. Let's be honest. It could be uh, could be something totally fucking ridiculous. But oh, so, yeah. do you have any speculation on the on the hair business one? Um, how do you mean? Um, oh, so have they clarified which one that was? Oh yeah. So the hair business is the name of MVP's little stable now. He's got with him. Oh, is it, last sorry, is that a definite? Yeah. 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 Oh, apologies. Um, so, so they're called the Hurt Business. So, ah. yeah, fair dues. Um, I mean, yeah, could it be the parallel just... then to to MVP? Could it be the the new name for Ricochet, Cedric, and and Ali? That's quite possible, it actually. Does. Yeah, this does. Yeah. I mean, uh, we've been saying for ages they need they need some sort of tag team name. So um, why not have a little? Yeah, maybe. Stable. Yeah, apologies for that. I thought the MVP one was speculative, um, but now it it seems to be the case, doesn't it? Um, yeah. So that's the only the only one I can offer, Carl, is that it might be. Ricochet, Cedric, and, and who's it? And Ali. It's a great show. Definitely better than than uh, anything I had. So interesting. Indeed. Um, I found it interesting actually because wasn't there a lot of suggestion from MVP that um, the Nation of Domination was going to be reformed, mm. and uh, the suggestion was going to be MVP stable. Um, yeah. So it, it's it, like they seem to have just totally veered away from that. I don't know, maybe because it was a stupid idea. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I think. Um... Don't keep bringing up the past over your It doesn't work. <laughs> well, obviously, I, I think it's just a case of poor timing as well, isn't it? Obviously, they're trying to do this kind of stable in like a time when you know we've got Black Lives Matter and stuff trending, and you know the whole. I don't know. Like to be honest, I, like I, I feel like a stable <laughs> like that in in today's world would probably be able to eat a face stable anyway. So I don't know why they give it to MVP, but yeah. I think this is probably going to be the problem. Though you could interpret it so many ways, couldn't you? It's like for starters, you've you've segregated. A group of black wrestlers in a stable, um, yeah. or you could look at it like you say, like why are they the bad guys? You know, it's mm. just um, it's way open to like yeah, they, need, <laughs> they do need to tread that water a bit carefully, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I think I think there was rumours like that's why Farouk was there the other week because they were literally going to have him involved in in this thing and like bring him in with these guys as like the group. And I think they they probably just pivoted last minute and gone, okay, let's not call ourselves the nation. Let's just go with like the hair yeah. business. Probably the the best move. Yeah, that is what's best for business. <laughs> so sorry about that, Farouk, because now you have sort of gone back to being a, a legend again and and not being used. No, yeah. Damn. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was a really good one as well. It's like he's in the room. So the last one for me, Cal, is The Rock. And why is The Rock in wrestling news these days? Well, I'll tell you, Carl. It's not wrestling related either, so I don't know why I said it like that. Dwayne Johnson <laughs> and Danny Garcia have bought the XFL. Now, they've bought it along with um, a company called Redbird Capital, being one of their partners. But um, obviously, he's he's the biggest name there in terms of one of the purchases. So um, we're now seeing the XFL. The XFL has now been saved, Carl. It's no longer... Uh, I don't know if they were officially bankrupt at any point ever, really, because Vince sort of was selling it on. But um, they've, they've been saved. And um, it makes you wonder whether that sort of celebrity face on it is actually going to be really good for making the XFL a thing. Can we actually get it off the ground? Can he do what Vince never did? That's the question. Uh, what do you I make mean, of this one? It's, it's come out of way, way, way out of left field, doesn't it? Like I never expected that to happen. But I believe um, the, the price was, was $15 million um, dollars that, he, that he's, um, he's bought it for. So I don't know. I, it's definitely definitely a mad one. Obviously, The Rock makes pretty much everything he does uh, a success. So you've got to think, but the elder guy's going to give it a good go. But you know, and all, he must. Have, I imagine he's got a passion for football because didn't he um, play college ball or, or something on that line? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
he was obviously down at Miami, maybe where, where he started. But I tell you what, you know, Vince needs to needs to have a look at himself. He's he's got this thing around not creating new stars. Like who knows? In ten years' time, he might have another failing business. He needs one of his new stars to buy off him. So it's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Isn't it? um, yeah, it's it's just such a messed up world, isn't it? Like he's made it well you could argue Vince made him but he's made himself really but yeah he's now that rich and famous that he's, he's bought the XFL offense and you know what oh. you'll still see Vince's smarmy face there if he does make the XFL something it's like it wasn't you Vince you, you just come up with a name <laughs> fucked it up the first time but yeah. um, but yeah so you know crazy news we might see the XFL on, on well probably not on TV in this country because we don't see um, the NFL so <laughs> very true we're too busy taking on the fact that they call it football that's what it is no we're I'm not going to watch it <laughs> doesn't make any so, sense. He spent half the time carrying the thing. Anyway. 